Good to see you. Uh, you can see me? Yeah, I can see you. Oh. I think you're the only one. I'm uh, Ghost. Oh. I'm Ghost Tanner. Okay. And I'm haunting you in the podcast because you've moved into my podcast, so now I'm haunting you. Uh, this is my podcast. What are you doing No, it's here? my podcast. No, I, I paid for it from... Um, this guy had the podcast before, uh, but he died in a car wreck. Uh, well, it's just the ca- family's really cagey about it, but they're like, you can have this podcast for cheap. Yeah. And so I, I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And then you're, well, I don't know what you're doing in here, but it's not your podcast. It is my podcast. I'm a ghost and I've moved and I live <laughs> and I do this podcast. Okay. Well, and I'm Ghost Tanner. Yeah. And it's Ghost Tanner and regular, normal, handsome Jack. Good looking. Yeah. Very good looking. Kind of a, kind of a like lost in the headlights affect that really works for me. You pouty, know? pouty lips. Pouty lips. Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking about you or Mark Ruffalo? Well, you know, same broad difference. <laughs> I don't think I'd describe your lips as pouty. This movie was a wall-to-wall spook fest. Prepare yeah, to be scariest scared. movie we've ever watched yeah. for the podcast. Um, scariest piece of media I've ever seen. Yeah. It's scary as heck. Confirms the existence of ghosts. Yeah. Well, coma ghosts. Oh, and that's the other thing, Jack. I'm, a, I'm ghost Tanner, and I'm also regular Tanner's in a coma. Regular Tanner is in and a coma. And that's why I exist as a ghost. Okay. You can so, only be a ghost if your person body is in a coma. That's the big spoiler for this movie. Well, and it totally rewrites like ghost mechanics. And like, we're going to be talking millennia a lot about that. of ghost mechanics. M- millennia of ghost mechanics are completely upended. A question we used to ask on this podcast a lot was, uh, "Where does this novel stand on the spectral realm?" Yeah, and that is. A and question- by spectral realm, you mean the realm of Netflix or the Netflix original spectral, right? Yeah, I mean it's a scientific scale, right? Where if you take the Netflix original documentary Spectral, yeah, as basically the official facts about ghosts yeah and then you widen out from there to theories or speculations about ghosts yeah that's the question is this sort of you know how close does this hue to the spectral which is the way we actually understand yeah. ghosts scientifically pretty far off the mark it's pretty far and do off we the mark. do we do- well yeah because like mark ruffalo can see reese witherspoon ghost yeah. without special glasses that's right yeah, without um, any special glasses. It's made quite clear that nothing can penetrate her incorporeal being. Well, I think that's still... Including ghost bullets? That's not true. He doesn't try any ghost bullets. Again, again, another spoiler, but he doesn't try to shoot her with any ghost bullets. So that, yeah. may be, that may hold up. I also think that the ghosts in Spectral are the spirits of deceased people. Although they never actually say, do they? Or do they say? Uh, I can't remember. I guess I should rewatch it. I... We should probably rewatch it. Um, yeah. And in this, ghosts are formed uh, when one is in a coma. I think that this movie theorizes that ghosts are formed generally, but also when you're in a coma. Well, we only ever see one, yeah. and we only have like one like use case to go off of. Yeah. Okay. You know, and it's what this person. But it's a it's a is big in a coma spoiler. And she made a ghost. It's a big spoiler, and I was watching it with. She uh, fired a ghost off. 
Sarah's cousin, and she uh, Pip. Is, did, that's my cousin, man. Get it together. <laughs> she um, immediately grasped that that was probably what was going to happen, but it surprised me. She was like, "Oh, I bet she's in a coma." And I was like, "You know what? Why would I've you been be a wondering? Ghost Haven't you seen Spectral?" The tone of this movie is so silly and fun that I was like, "It's going to be pretty sad when eventually, like, she has to like she has been dead. like." continue to be dead and like you know go off into the light <laughs> yeah i th- they're just throwing out like yeah the millennia of ghost lore yeah of ghost lore yeah and like spitting in the face of the netflix original spectral yeah which is sacrilegious cool. yeah sacrilegious yeah and like maybe legally actionable yeah like can we sue for like defamation I think we could sue on behalf of the Netflix original documentary Spectral, which did yeah. laid such important groundwork for how we as a society can and should talk about ghosts. Yeah. And then for this film to come in and just tear all that work up and make up its own path is disrespectful and, frankly, I think illegal. Yeah, or it should be. Yeah. And maybe one of us needs to run for office on that platform. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe one of us needs to get in touch with Beto. Keto Beto. Keto Beto. See if he'll kind of add that to his platform. I think so. He's got a lot on his plate, but yeah, maybe he'll add that. We should say we're the uh, spooky bedfellows. Yeah. My name is Tanner, Ghost Tanner. And I'm spooky, regular, handsome Jack. And uh, this week we're talking about a fantastic film called Just Like Heaven, directed by Mark Waters, starring a young Mark Ruffalo and Mm. a uh, equally young, hopefully, because hopefully they you know, thought to cast them as being at the same age. Reese Witherspoon. Um, what a, a couple of little snacks. Mm-hmm. A couple of little and, snacks. And Mark. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, you get, you look at these two on screen together, you get their, their chemistry, a little mm-hmm. taste of their chemistry. This is like 2005, I think. Right. Sure. They're both young. They're both attractive. And you're thinking like, is this the new Meg and Tom? Yeah. You know, is this, is the, this new the new Meg Ryan Br- and Brad Tom and Hanks? Jennifer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You feel it coming off of them, huh? You feel that heat coming off of them. The heirs apparent to America's couple. You think so. You think yeah. so, right? And then... Is this the new Freddie Prinze and Marianne Spear from the Babysitter's Club movie? I'm not sure we've ever seen them in a movie together again. No. What happened? I don't know. Maybe there was drama on the set. Yeah. Maybe they had a fiery... Passionate. IRL. Yeah. Romantic involvement that, like, th- therefore just, like... Their on-screen chemistry just disappeared. Well, and I, as I've said before, this movie is a wall-to-wall spook fest. So maybe they just felt like it was too spooky. Oh yeah. Well, maybe they scared they too many started people. scared all the test audiences. They started developing just like Heaven Two. Yeah. But uh, after years of like development hell, it did turn into the Netflix original Spectral. Yes. It went through a lot of changes, a lot of script revisions. Yeah. Uh, beautiful movie, very funny and fun. We liked it. Uh, we should probably say, I guess, what happens in it. Have I mentioned that it's a wall-to-wall spook fest? You have several yes. times. Scary. Very scary. It's also kind of exists in the ghost averse a little bit. Like it the, has. This is the one film. This is the one film they've ever appeared in together. Outrageous. Outrageous. Even like, even coincidentally. And don't even get me started on John Heater. John Heater is Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is he Whoopi Broberg? Yeah, he is. Uh, I've named him Whoopi Broberg. And and it took me just a second of thinking about it, but then I fully understood what you meant. (laughs) He's a very good part of it. I didn't realize that was John Heater, but um, they they have a Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost character. 
sort of stand-in. Who's like kind of a medium and who does a lot of Whoopi Goldberg. He, he runs stuff. a occult bookshop. Can I help you with anything? No. I mean, moving the stuff? Well, you don't until you do. That's a little dated. I recommend the Rosemary Preston. It's totally seminal. Excuse me? Where's your UFO section? It's back into the left. Ufology. It's not even a real science. So, what kind of encounter have you had? Encounter? Ectoplasm? Somniferous ether? I have a killer seance book if you're into communication. Uh, communicating is not her problem. Righteous. I have exactly what you need. Uh, but it's a bro John Heater or Hater? Who knows? Heater, I think. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Except he's not all, he's not dressed up like Napoleon Dynamite. And honestly, he's barely a presence in this film. And we should explain the adjacency to Ghost, uh, which goes beyond having a Whoopi Goldberg character in the form of John Heater, uh, which is that it's got it the movie plays by reverse Whoopi Goldberg rules. Okay, so they're they're flaunting it in the face of another beloved, cherished property that established like these beautiful rules. Yeah. Elegant rules. She jumps into Mark Ruffalo at one point and controls his body a little bit. Yeah. Which I think is a nod to the fantastic hit film Ghost, which we have talked about. Yeah. Um, so I think that this film exists in the Ghostiverse. It, of course, is a prequel to Spectral, uh, the great documentary about how ghosts are real and how you can shoot them with ghost guns. Yeah. Um, and see them and- with ghost goggles. Yeah, should we Which say... Which obviously then 13 Ghosts is part of the Ghost of Fear Sphere too because they also yeah. have ghost goggles. Yes, and Casper, of course, the friendly ghost. Mm-hmm. Which establishes that ghosts, through the power of love, yeah. can be brought back to life. Yes, and that's what happened here. No, she was just in a coma. Yeah, I know, but the power of love, I think, did help to bring her back. Oh, yeah, I think so, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's much easier to bring a coma ghost back with the power of love. It's a lot easier, yeah. Yeah. Should we say it? What happens? Sure, we can explore that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Mark Ruffalo. Sorry, let me start over. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon, whose name is Elizabeth in the film. She's the doctor from uh, City of Angels. City of Angels. Yeah, yeah, she's the Meg Ryan character from City of Angels. And then she's so busy. She doesn't have time. She she's got a time. busy career. It's also the, the same as um, Sandra Bullock in the, the Lake House. Busy doctor. Doesn't have time for relationships, you know? Yeah. Struggling with, with the existential dread that comes along with saving and taking lives. Yeah. And she uh, dies. Could I say my burn? Yeah. Because it's kind of, it's, it's a good illustration of what her character is. Uh, there is um attractive babe in the apartment below. Oh, so 2005. She's wearing like yeah, extremely low cut jeans and yeah. like a you know whale tail like bedazzled thong. Yeah, and she tries to seduce Mark Ruffalo quite aggressively. Yeah, but when he first meets her, he's trying to f- like figure out who Reese Witherspoon was. Yeah. And at the 33-minute mark, he Because she can't remember. Yeah. He you, and this is an important piece of ghost lore. Right. When you die remember. or yeah. slip into a coma, you- Have amnesia. You have, like, selective amnesia. Like, you remember it's your apartment. You remember, like, all yeah. the important stuff. But you don't remember your name or 
yeah, who you are, who you were. And so yeah. they're trying to figure out who she was. And Reese Witherspoon is there, but only Mark Ruffalo can see her. I don't know if we've got into why that is. And he asks uh, Babe in the apartment below, who previously lived in the apartment. Hi, can I help you? Oh, finally, somebody normal. I thought we were friends. Hi, I'm I'm David. I'm a new, new tenant here. Hi, David. Katrina, come on in. Uh, She's friendly. I no, like her. No, this will just take a sec. I, I have a question. The apartment upstairs, it belonged to a young woman. And she says, yeah, I think there was somebody up there, kind of like a cat lady without any cats. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good burn. That is a good burn. Um, so that's um, what she's Did we like. get into why he can see her and no one else can? Oh, he's also got a lovable best friend who's like a psychologist who like helps him out of scrapes. But like John Heater, he's barely a presence. John Heater, I think, mate, was larger than his small role in this. He is very funny and fun yeah. in the film. And he's yeah. a medium and he like understand. He's like the, um, you know, the keeper of the ghost lore. Yeah. Well, and it's that lore is expanding minute by minute, day by day. Yeah. As more and more sort of properties enter the the ghostosphere, and so anyway, she uh, is doing her hospitaling, and she's getting set up on a blind date, isn't she? And she uh, goes. Do we, do they say that or initially? I can't remember. But um, she like yeah, it's it's yes. She rushes to go to her blind date, and then boom, hit by a semi. Yeah. And then we fast forward to like a month later and Mark Ruffalo has a lady who's, he, it's unclear what he does. Oh, he's a, no, he's a landscape gardener. He Yeah, he's a landscape architect, I think. He v- must be very, very wealthy. He is very wealthy and he also spends like the first like quarter of the film not working and just sort of drinking himself into oblivion in his living room. So and he's he, got some savings, I guess, too. He has couch blindness. Oh, okay. It's not really there's not explicitly stated oh, in the God. film but it's a, it's kind of it adds this air of pathos and tragedy to his character. Yeah. He can't what, see couches and he can't sit on them right. Yeah. He I did I do remember him interacting with couches but in, like, in what way did it displease you? I mean I it pleased me but he keeps going like there's a montage of him going to like find different apartments and, oh, with yeah. his real yeah, estate yeah, yeah, agent. Yeah. He's been photographed for magazines. Yeah, uh, I think I told you I was going to need something furnished. Well, it is furnished. <laughs> Where's the couch? Oh, do you believe all of this space? Yeah, it's great for all those raves I'll be throwing. I'm sensing a no. And in each one, he, like, can't figure out how to sit on the couch in the apartment for some reason. He'll, like, and, sit and, and bounce sometimes. Or that's he'll, the like, way. lounge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sits. Yeah. There's one that has, like, it has backing on either side and a whole, like, a there's, like, no backing in the middle. And so he sits in the middle and, like, falls back falls through backwards. it. Falls backwards. Which yeah. is not what you would do if you knew how to sit on couches, I think. <laughs> yeah. Or even just, like like through context clues could figure out what yeah. you're supposed to do. Like it does you know? it, it I'll admit that it's not a normal couch, but I think I could even so yeah. I'd be able no, to no, kind no. of this adjust is, it, on the fly. Yeah, because you don't have couch blindness. <laughs> yeah, you know? I don't have couch blindness. And it's a serious I, ailment. I'm realizing that I was getting adjacent to making fun of someone with couch blindness. No, and if you and or someone you know does have couch blindness, hateful. I want to I want to eat shit right now. I want can I do that thing where you where YouTubers like sit on the floor? 
Sit on the floor and apologize. Don't take a few minutes. Yeah. Don't apologize right away. That's going to seem insincere. Kind of stare at the camera. Maybe like hold back tears a little bit. Look off camera. Yeah. And then like turn back to the camera after a couple minutes and say like something like, you guys deserve so much better. Yes. Yeah. I think you can't actually apologize. I think apologizing is a sign of weakness. Hey, Jackheads. I just yeah. wanted to say that you guys deserve so much better. I'm sitting on the floor now. It's been really humbling. And I'm realizing that it may seem like I'm making fun of someone who has couch blindness by sitting on the floor, but I'm not. I just I just want to get down to your level. <laughs> 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 I fucked up. That's a serious issue, and Mark Ruffalo has it, and there, I'm realizing from all my mail that there are millions of sufferers, and, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not so. No, I'm not sorry. No, you wouldn't be sorry, but I'm you're... I'm not sorry, but you deserve so You're humbled. Better. Yeah, I'm humbled. <laughs> this has been a humbling experience for me. And I'm going to yeah. learn and grow from it. I'm going to say what else happened in the film. Uh, he can't sit on couches, but he does find the perfect apartment, and uh, he rents it, and they're a like... beautiful, like, the literally the most beautiful apartment stunning. I've ever seen in my life. Stunning. Overlooks, like, every major landmark in San Francisco, somehow, perfectly... It's like it's a tower built on the tallest hill in San Francisco. And the they're like cagey about why it, that such a nice place is free. Yeah, but he loves the couch. They're like something fucked up happened to the previous tenant. Um and then he like lives his sad bachelor life in there and like, you know, he just has like a 12 pack of Michelob Ultra in the fridge and that's his whole It was it was uh I remember it was Michelob uh genuine draft. Oh, uh, it was a Miller MGD, which is a, disgusting. A Miller genuine draft. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly a Reese Witherspoon is in his apartment and he's like, you don't live here. I live here. And she's like, no, I live here. What? What? There's nothing worth stealing here. What? There's no money. There's no drugs. I'm not stealing anything. Okay. I'm sure there's a homeless shelter nearby. I will give you money for cab fare and a good meal, but please don't blow it on more beer, okay? I am not homeless. I live here. Okay. You can't live here because I live here. This is my apartment. Since when? Since I rented it. You rented it? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I don't need this. Yeah, and it takes him a while to figure out that she's um, a ghost. She's a ghost. Yeah, and then they have like kind of a buddy comedy together. Yeah, it's a little bit of a buddy comedy until they fall in love with one another. And then she needs to have the curse lifted from her by love, true love's first kiss. By true love's first kiss, yes. But that doesn't do it. Yes, it does. Does he kiss her in the hospital room? Yeah. Oh, okay. And that does it somehow. That pulls her out. Yeah, and then he's tackled by guards. He's ta- oh, okay, yeah. So we and should then she, say, and then there is the family a, decides to pull the plug. Yeah, well, the there's this oh God. There's so many characters in this film. There's also this like kind of asshole doctor who's like her rival at work. Yeah, who gets the the dude gets like passed up at the beginning of the film for a promotion because oh yeah Elizabeth is getting the promotion. Yeah. But when Elizabeth dies, he gets the promotion and he has made the call to pull the plug on yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah, he's like, You guys gotta do it. Yeah, and, and he's encouraging the sister to to yeah. do that. And the sister eventually says, like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm sick of this. Shit. Yeah. But they love each other very much. And they then so there's other. a caper at the end where Mark Ruffalo has to like steal the body. It's fun. What a fun movie. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It was fun. Should we say what happens at the very end of the movie? Okay, sure. She wakes up and doesn't remember who he is. Yeah, but they don't really do anything with it. They just like in the next scene, they're like he like touches her and she remembers who he is. And then they're in love. oh, because he builds her like a big beautiful garden on the roof. He builds which is her, her big dream. beautiful garden. It's perfect. It's, it's perfect kind of movie. a mess of a movie. Love. There's a lot of lot happens. 
kind of a spook fest, and ghost coma ghost is real. Coma ghost, coma ghost is, is real. real. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Yeah, we know that now. And I've had to really adjust my priors on ghosts. And I think the so the thing the 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 crux of it is that like in this universe, ghosts exist because they like had some unfinished business, don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> but you got a um, fucking deck that I isn't finished yet, despite the fact that I worked on it until seven thirty tonight. Oh my god, what a nightmare. If I died tonight, that would be all that's keeping me on this on this plane. Is a Google Slides deck? A Google Slides for deck. For a client? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I won't watch that movie. <laughs> you have like, to finish the Google Slides deck. I, like I buy a used laptop, and there's a unfinished... it's a recap of the discovery phase of this project. <laughs> we just need to restate the client KPIs. <laughs> would you do that for me if it if it yeah. meant I, if eternal, it meant that it would set your like paradise? Free. Yeah, I would. Would you f- finish a a boring yeah. strategy deck for me? Yeah, okay. anything, anything more than that. That's the least I would do. What's keeping you on this? If you died now, what's keeping you around? I've got this puzzles newsletter that I've written like seven I vow of to, them. I vow to release it. Okay. You'll learn how to do and set I'll vow to release and the ones you've already done. Pompous little uh, introductions to them. <laughs> I vow to release the ones you've already done. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah it's like a limited like... Yeah, a limited set. Like this is your one time. This is it to experience this because the author of these puzzles is actually dead. Yeah, <laughs> That's and beautiful. his soul is in hell because I released it from this plane. No, <laughs> <laughs> we should say that the unfinished business that um, Reese Witherspoon has is the blind date she was on the way to was with Mark Ruffalo. Was with Mark Ruffalo, and she wasn't looking forward to it. But it turns out he's the love of her life. What and the universe it rhymes, you know. Oh yeah, beautiful. With what? Spooniverse. Uh, yeah, Spooniverse. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, very fun film. Hell of a film. Kind of a mess. A lot of plot. A lot of characters. America's new sweethearts. Yeah, Reese and Reese and Mark. Reeselo. Let's give him a name. Reeselo. I like. Yeah. Okay. Well, we. I guess we don't need to. Yeah, you you already have. Riesolo, everybody. I ship Riesolo. Uh, I can't wait to see those two crazy kids get back together in another film. Maybe someday. Luckily, they're both still with us. Early on when we were being introduced to the um, Reese Witherspoon character, there is a, a elderly gentleman in the hospital who uh, is always has his butt hanging out of his robe. And uh, every time he sees Reese Witherspoon, he says, Will you marry me? Of course, Mr. Clark, but first you need to find you a robe. Yeah. Um, and you don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I, I could have played that fucking part. Yeah, I think you could have. I don't yeah. know if you could have as well as that guy. <laughs> um, but certainly you could have. Can I? Can I r- just run something by you real quick? Yeah, sure. This film was directed by a man named Mark Waters. Mark Waters. Yeah, he's a famous film director. Mm-hmm. He has directed a lot of films that people really love, like Freaky Friday, the remake, and Mean Girls, Yeah, and Just Like Heaven. Mm-hmm. Then he directed a film, Josh uh, Jack, four years later in 2009, okay. called Ghosts of Girlfriends Pass. Interesting. Connor Mead is a famous photographer and womanizer. He attends the wedding of his brother Paul to Sandra when he becomes reacquainted with Jenny, the one girl who captured his heart. Okay, so this is you. You're thinking, I imagine, that Mark Waters has a thing for like 
ghost Go- girlfriend dead go- films. ghost girlfriends yeah um, and that is true, but The Ghost of Girlfriend's Past is actually a retelling of A Christmas Carol, except Whoa. with he is a womanizer instead of a Christmas hater. And is it ghost girlfriends or it's actual girlfriends? Girlfriends, uh, f- ghost girlfriends from his past come to teach him to love saw-like lessons. Well, okay. <laughs> like, much like the ghosts in A Christmas yeah. Carol sort of taught yeah. Ebony Which Scrooge is saw-like really lessons. the original saw. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people have said that of a Christmas carol. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look, you're dead. Yeah. You know? And that's like a perfect saw trap. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Um, okay, that's interesting. I will keep an eye out for more Mark Waters movies. The Saw movies would have been better if they were psychological like that. Like, lock me yeah. in a room and show me like how much happier everyone is without me around. Yeah, that'd fuck you, know? you up. You'd rather eat your own foot. Yeah, then I'd eat my, my own foot right out of there. <laughs> um, I could have played that part, of course. Now, he also directed a film called The Spiderwick Chronicles. Oh, oh I've heard spiders. of that. I've heard of that. All right, I'm back with you. What did you Thank just you. say? Thank you for joining me. I was just reiterating that I could have played that part. I mean, I could have played a part, too, and it's the curly-haired, hunky lead of this film. Mark Ruffalo. Right? Don't you think? There's sort of a... You said the universe rhymes, and I think yeah. in the case of Mark Ruffalo, that rhyme is me. Okay. Yeah. Right? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll... Yes. And then I think I could have played that part. It would have been interesting. Maybe not as that. competently as Mark Ruffalo. Well, this is actually gives us an opportunity to do something that I had been wanting to do, and we can test that. Okay. Which is a... There's one line reading in this program that didn't... Well, I laughed out loud at it, and it was okay. not intended to be funny. Okay. Like, it It. It, it was elicited the, um, I hate sand of this film. A guffaw from me. Who says I hate sand? Anakin Skywalker. Oh, yeah. It's, I, it's the I hate sand of this film. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah, maybe we can punch it up, or do you think we can just, like, give it a different delivery? My thought is we could try to give a different delivery so it yeah, doesn't Yeah, I think up. I can help you with motivation. Okay, that's good. And sort I think form your delivery. That'll be helpful. What so but I want to be clear what we're trying to do here is make this line reading not funny. Right, we're trying to make it work. We're try- it, it's supposed to not be funny. It reads as very funny. Yeah. We well, want let's it hear to it. be not funny. Okay, well I'll, I'll give you some context for it first. Okay. It's at the 58-minute mark of this film. Uh, Reese and uh, Reese Lowe, as we say, are bonding. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've, you know, they've got past their initial kind of sniping at each other, and they're starting to to have feelings, I think, for for one another. Yeah. And they're uh, standing on the balcony of her beautiful apartment. And Reese Lowe, the reason he drinks uh, Miller Genuine Draft, even though he's rich and could afford a nicer beer, is that his wife died. Yes, his wife is dead, and he watches um, d- videotapes of their wedding. Yeah, and, and drinks drowns his like sorrows. an MGD, yeah. which is brutal, a brutal way to spend time. <laughs> a, a brutal way to slowly kill yourself. Yeah. Um, and I, He uh, MGD'd himself to death. So she's, Reese, as aforementioned, is the doctor from City of Angels. She's a damn, yeah. go- damn and, fine doctor. And the lake house. And the lake house. And Mark Ruffalo, in a moment of tenderness, is kind of talking about the uh, death of his wife, which is sad, and he says... She's cursing at her shoe. Her heel had broken. 
And then just kind of sat down and put her hand to her head. And Reese Witherspoon says, Cerebral hemorrhage. <laughs> it's not a fucking quiz. <laughs> it's not a quiz, Reese. Reese. Have some decorum. So I don't know if you want to. I we, we can. I think. Well, we'll do one reading at the end of this to to, to like try to put the correct gravitas to it. I want to try to keep the line pretty close to what this is. We can tinker with it if we need to. Okay. Um, but it might help if you were saying if you wanted to give some extra motivations or anything like that. Which one? Notes. Which line? Mark Ruffalo's or Reese's? Well, you were saying that you. I think we have to do the whole reading. I'll be Reese because you were okay. saying you could be Mark. I'll send you the line. Yeah. Um, so okay. you can be Mark, but I think the Reese line, I'm giving myself a shorter line, but it's the one that could come across as funny. Well, here's what I'm thinking is like, we could just do Mark Ruffalo's line as though he is asking like a trivia question. Okay. Should we, okay. Let's try that treatment. I like that. Okay. Let's try that. So I've sent you the line so you can, you can read it that way. And then I think my Reese line is going to come across less, less awkward. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So this is just to kind of set the scene here. Yeah. It's uh sort of we couldn't get quiz the show. rights to do Jeopardy, but it's a yeah. Jeopardy like show. We'll put some quiz show kind of music and sound effects behind this. So you kind of the questions are all phrased as answers, and the, then you would have to answer with a question. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Next round. She was cursing at her shoe. Her heel had broken. Then she just sat down and put her hand in her head. Okay. Um. Yes, Jack Shepard. Oh, sorry. Yes, um, Elizabeth from this movie. Um. Uh, I know this. Um. Okay, for five hundred, Mark. What is cerebral hemorrhage? <laughs> now with that with that I think that was a great read. Yeah. No notes on the read for yeah. either of us. Yeah. Um I'm assuming you don't have any notes for me. No, no, that was perfect. Yeah. You, well, you did say put her hand in her head, which I which kind of threw me off a little bit instead of put her hand to her head, but that's fine. That's 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 just a small note. We can we can paste over it in post. We'll make it work. Okay. Yeah. So you did have notes for my mind. Yeah, that's but it's a small note. I, yeah. Other than that, it was perfect. Okay. Yeah. And I don't have any notes about your read or your performance. Okay. Perfect. Um, I'm not totally sure switching to like a game for show format at at the 58 minute mark of the film is <laughs> gonna make is gonna work gonna in the context of, of the film. Well, we. So could, that's my only note. That's my only note. I mean, we could try to re do a, a bigger rewrite a around this game show concept. Yeah. I think if if we're really dedicated to making this yeah this line work this line work, Mark Ruffalo is on a game show that's hosted. No, uh, sorry, a ghost gets into a game show, and they've already accepted. They've already signed the contract when they realize that she's a ghost, and so she has to come on. Yeah, that's and good. I, here's an idea. Can, her. can I yeah. pitch a game show to you? Yeah, we are going to have to figure out how to channel ghosts. That's the only thing holding this this concept okay. back. It's nothing. That's nothing. We can work that out. It's like the newlywed game where you have three ghosts on. Yeah. And you ask them questions to try to get them to guess themselves because they've all forgotten their, their <laughs> previous lives. Right, because ghosts have forgotten everything about their previous lives. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. That could work, right? That works. Yeah, they don't need a partner. Yeah, so we just need so we we'll just need the guys in R and D to figure out how to channel ghosts. Right. And I guess like a way to visualize them because I don't think it would be very visually interesting if it was just like it's just like empty podiums. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll need some spectral ghost goggles and gut. You know, here's what it is. Here's yep. what it is. That the show doesn't make any money. It's losing money hand over fist because no one will um, advertise. Right. Because we do pretty openly discuss like how all these people died. Yeah, it's gruesome. It's very yeah. just too sad for a game show. But we make all our money back selling spectral goggles to the viewers. So, how so about they this? can see the show. Selling special TVs that come <laughs> with spectral goggles. There we go. Yeah. Because then we got a higher like margin. That's good. And then this yeah. movie, just the rewritten Just Like Heaven, I'm sure they'll be open to our notes, could be like the marketing for that show. Yes, this movie. Yeah. Once yeah. we've re- once we've once they've accepted our rewrites. Okay. Which right. I think they will, because it's gonna fix that one kind of clunker line, which is supposed to be a really emotional moment, and it landed very funny and it wasn't. Is there any other explorations of the line that you're interested in kind of approaching? Do you have like some different motivation for me or for yourself maybe? I honestly think that was pretty perfect. Okay. Let me think for just a second. I think like it, it's kind of similar, but maybe we could do I got something. it. Okay. All right. Well, I got it too. But so we we'll do both. Can I do oh, mine? It seemed like you were stalling until you could think no, of no. something. No, no. I here's what I would thought of. <laughs> Is if Mark Ruffalo is trying to remember the name of someone, yeah, and that name is cerebral hemorrhage, and so he's like he's like describing it like, oh, oh you know yeah. that person in that movie, yeah. you know what I'm saying? What are they like a? I guess like, who's like a, that maybe actor? Like a punk rocker? That sounds like the name of like a you know hardcore. Punk yeah. Rock oh, it's a band. Uh, yeah. So it's a it's it's a it's a one woman punk band. Yeah. And it's called Cerebral Hemorrhage. Okay. Here's. Okay. So there's there's something that happens in this film quite often, which yeah. is no one can see Reese Witherspoon except Mark Ruffalo. Right. And he's often caught in awkward situations where he's speaking to no one. Yeah. And presumably in this moment, yeah. he would appear as though he's speaking to no one. Right. So maybe he's sitting there like having this heart to heart with Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. but instead of her saying cerebral hemorrhage, Maybe that asshole doctor is like walking by and he says, oh, yeah, cerebral hemorrhage. <laughs> that works. Yeah. And that way it's Reese. It can still be a laugh line and Reese can like still have her like moment of empathy or sympathy. Right. Because she could like roll her eyes at him. Yeah. Okay. She, what, you want to try my treatment first? Yeah. Let's try them. Let's try them both. Okay. I'll try my. I can be Mark for my one. I don't think that's going to read. Okay, so you be Mark, and you're trying... You know what? You're, do you understand your motivation? You're trying to remember the name of a punk band, and you saw them live once, and they had they did like some a few very specific things that you think is going to help me remember. Maybe this is like the band. name of their like tracks on their album. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Like, okay, so we'll do was, a little setup. Yeah. Okay. Let's um, enter the scene. Bring me into the scene. Okay. Let's talk about favorite bands. Oh yeah, that's we're getting really getting to know one another because we're romantically interested. Yeah. What's an album you like? Oh, I love there was like a hardcore punk band in the late 80s who I was absolutely obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm re- I can't remember the name of the I band. I have a compendious knowledge of that scene, so you can just name some tracks. I just can't re- Yeah, so they had that song um, she was cursing at her shoe. Uh, her heel had broken. 
then she just kind of sat down um, and put her hand in her head. Cerebral hemorrhage, right? Yeah, that's yes. It. <laughs> Fucking rock. And I tried to, I tried to throw you off there a little bit by just saying, put, put your hand in her foot. Head. Yeah, just to get like a more authentic performance. Yeah. And I that think got I got it out of you. Okay, great. Let's do your treatment and then let's take a, qu- a quick break. So you can okay. just say it real sad like Mark does. Yeah, I'll just say it like Mark does. Yeah. Okay, ready? I'm looking in the middle distance. Okay, and I'll be the doctor. So I'm the mean doctor just happened to be walking by. Yeah, can you make it sound like you're walking by when you deliver your line? Yeah, you bet. I'll do some Foley work. Okay. She was cursing in her shoe. Her heel had broken. Then she just kind of sat down and put her hand in her head. Cerebral hemorrhage! <laughs> yeah, I think we yeah, got three yeah. three totally viable alternatives. Yeah. Great, um, we'll just send that, that in. That require varying degrees of rewrites, but I think like, <laughs> yeah. if it's up to us, we're doing that first one because that's more hours, more billable hours for us, yeah. you know, for restructuring the entire film. Yeah, and it's, you know, there's product placement and stuff, too. We can sell those spectral goggles. So that's I think yeah. that's my preference. Okay. Let's take a quick break. I have to go talk to my son about um, the Ninja Turtles, or the Ninja Turtles, as he calls them, Okay, as part of our deal for bedtime that he made all of the terms of the deal. And for some reason, although I am almost 40 years older than him, I accept it. Yeah. I'd like to introduce a hit segment, Tanner. It's our big hit segment on the show now, and I'm going to need you to leave, and I'd like to bring in, in his place, the now peaceful Arbiter Tanner. <laughs> you just, I just kicked down the... Uh, uh, b- b- caved in your roof because my orbital drop pod dropped in <laughs> from shallow yep. space whoa okay well thanks for coming in uh arbiter tanner my name is arbiter tanner and i'm here to dispense justice by yep. making by showering my favorite <laughs> rotten tomatoes commenter with sweet sweet kisses that's right yeah and and withholding them from the bad ones mm, uh, yes it's a little segment that we call on the one hand god's love yeah so what we do here is I say on the one hand and I tell you a few glowing reviews and then we're going to do on the fence hand. Thank you for naming that segment better than yep. my, I was going to call it on the fence, but you rightly pointed out it should be called on the fence hand, which makes a ton yeah. of sense, which is kind of some middling reviews. And then we're going to finish up with a couple of on the other hand, uh, where we talk about some people who fucking hated this. Yeah. So I'll begin. I've got two of each. Okay. So on the one hand, nameless. And it's not anonymous. It's nameless. It's a person with an avatar, and they chose not to have a name. It's a nameless, just a nameless being. It's just it's just a blank space. They gave this film five stars. Okay. On May 6, 2018. Okay. And here's what they say. I think they must be British. Okay. They, they use the it's word, good context. It's good to know. They use the word cause, C, but C-O-Z, which, or Z, which I think is... is kind of a british way of of saying because okay for me it's a great movie because it's mark ruffalo and then there's there's two question marks at the end i think that's the implied in it yeah that's the implied in it and he does a lot of implied uh sorry he well he had a male appearing presence for me it's a great movie because it's mark ruffalo and i'll do that rising intonation whenever there's question marks and there's always two yeah 
My gosh, he's super hot. <laughs> Is that a question? Yeah. Yeah. Handsome when so. he was young, and of course, until now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He's really aged gracefully. I just started searching for his movies when he was young, and I'll have a movie marathon with those movies of him. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this person really likes this is a Mark roller Ruffalo. coaster. Yeah. <laughs> so they went down a rabbit hole where they're like, Mark Ruffalo's hot now. What yeah. must he have looked like when he was young? And yeah, now like, well, I know. There's movies of him, and I can have a movie marathon of it. Five stars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's going to be tough, I think, for Arbiter Tanner to dock points. But. <sighs> You don't have to say yeah. anything until we get through all of them, but keep No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay, here's our other five-star review. On May 6, 2012, this one comes from Cherie S. And I guess I'll do this in a French accent. Okay. And it's just, it's really short. Okay. Uh, I love the ghost movies. <laughs> <laughs> and that what was the rating on that one? Five stars. Okay. That's what Cherie says. I love the ghost movies. So she loves, I think, all she's spectral, ghost. She's on the same page as we have been. Yeah, okay, perfect. She loves all the movies in the extended ghost of her. Spectral, 13 Ghosts, Casper, and of course, Just Like Heaven and Ghost. Yeah, just another notch in her bedpost. Yeah. Another five-star rating, another ghost movie behind her. So on the fence hand. Yes, uh, So these are middling reviews. I've got a four-star review and a two-star review. So it's kind it's of in easy, the, they're both it's in the middle. It's easy to to sort of slide into that sort of enlightened centrist position, isn't it? Oh yeah. You can be totally non-committal. You can just be like, "Here I am, smack dab in the middle." So this, yeah. I'm I'm saying that to say that I'm tempted. Yeah. Here towards this. You yeah. Know? I have a there's a gravitational pull. Yeah. It's the easiest the center here. Take. Yeah. Yeah. So, L M on February fifth. 2012 gave this film four stars and she says the following I love Mark Ruffalo in the film he was great made me believe in dead chicks (laughs) okay that's good acting that's good acting and that's what he did made me believe in dead chicks made me believe in dead chicks okay yeah okay (laughs) very compelling yeah (laughs) that's powerful and then her partner here on the fence is Danny G, who gave this film two stars on January 7th, 2013. Here's what Danny G said. Two reasons. I, I like a list. Yeah. Two reasons I watched this movie. One, Kate Malua's Just Like Heaven opening credits music. Maybe you can just listen to that song. Two. You don't have to watch the film, Danny. Wait for the beat to drop here. Two. Okay. DVD was given to me by a friend. <laughs> <laughs> He came for the Kate Malou version of <laughs> Call Me Heaven. He stayed for the, the rest of the film because DVD was given Why to not? He had the DVD. <laughs> you didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Okay. That's pretty Man, strong. the middle is just always yeah. where, I'm, uh, where I like yeah. to wallow. Yeah. <laughs> You've okay. given me a, a heaping helping of dirty, nasty mud there. I've got one more on the fence hand for you. Okay. Uh, and then I've got two uh, on the other hands. They're all pretty short. Uh, Katie H. also gave this film two stars on October 24th, 2012. Friend of the show, Katie Haney. Yeah, friend of the show, Katie Haney. Uh, she's been on uh, on the show in the past. She's got a great book, a couple of great books. Yeah. Uh, in fact, really we could probably person. read yeah. one of, one her, of books. her romantic films. Yeah. yeah. Um, pubic Relations. Yeah, Pubic Relations. Here's what Katie Haney said uh, in her two-star review of Just Like Heaven. Never 
ever heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, the ecosystem, I think what the, this is creating a lot of questions and a lot of interest, frankly, um, for me in the Rotten Tomatoes review ecosystem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just feels like a, a an Ouroboros. Like it's just eating its own tail because yeah. like yeah. people are like gaming it just to like. Yeah. Why leave a review then, Katie? Yeah. But no, why she gave it two stars? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? On what jurisdiction? You know, like on what grounds, Katie? Okay, I've got two very short. On the other hand, okay, reviews for you. Justin O gave this half a star on October thirty first, twenty twelve, and he's got a little. Uh, comedy bit here. He says, don't be fooled by the title. Watching this movie was more like hell. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. <sighs> That's tight. That's yeah. a tight joke. It's tight. It's tight work. It's tight. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't need it. No notes on that. No notes. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I'm trying to ob- objectively. Yeah. I need to stay objective, but subjectively no notes. Yeah. And Michael R. didn't give it a half a star. He upped his bad review to one star, which was nice of him. Um, And I think he's kind of like a modern-day Roger Ebert. He just has kind of a real critical sensibility, and that's probably – it's that – it was clear from his review that he hated it, but I think his sense – his like – his genuine sense of how to be a critic and fairness that needs to happen from a critic is putting aside that personal judgment. Yeah. And giving it a fair rating, okay. Um, but his critical appraisal of the film is quite striking. He says the following of this film: "Just like Heaven, a comedy starring Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo, yeah, uses the Lord's name in vain, uses Heavenly Father's name in vain." Yes, and this again. <laughs> this is not the first time we've encountered this. Yeah, <laughs> it also like it has revealed another sort of like sub community of the Rotten Tomatoes commenting community yeah. and review community, which is the like the religious zealots. Yeah. We're yeah. going There's out and sort of like yeah. railing Just against Just really docking these films for things yeah. that are kind of only adjacent to the film itself. Yeah. Um so where does I think if we can we've got only we're on a tight schedule here. So if Arbiter Tanner wants to weigh in and we think we can review this film in five minutes, I'd be I'm gonna disqualify to Yeah. The the two people who who Justin have Michael. Al- alternative yeah missions. Here. Oh, okay. So that's Michael and uh, the who woman else? who gave it a two out of ten. Who's just there to like? Oh, because she hasn't heard of it, Katie. Yeah, Katie. Yeah, yeah. She, okay. Something is motivating her to comment on this, yeah. and it's not her opinion on the film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's cut, and then Michael, of course, is cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it Michael the Archangel? Yeah, it's the Archangel Michael. Yes. Yeah, and that explains why he's so. Yeah, and he's just got, and you know, he's got like a kind of, he's got blinders on a little bit. He's looking, he's looking at everything through a very specific lens of being an archangel. Right. Oh, this one uses the Lord's name in vain. I'm going to have to send all of these actors away from the gates of heaven. Yeah. Do we recall the name of the guy who was given the DVD? That was Danny G. Yeah. Danny G is currently being blasted in the face with little kisses from okay. Margaret Tanner. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and judgment is Full rendered. blast. Yeah, okay, yeah. so Danny G, two stars, on the fence hand. Arbiter yep. Tanner has spoken. Yep. 
Okay, let's review this film as fast as we can. Uh, our I haven't said this before, but our reviewer is his name is Jeff E, which is short for Jeff Elmer. Yeah. We have a lot to address. We have a lot to follow up on from the On the One Hand reviews. Why don't we start with this? Five stars, it's great, I think, right? Five stars, it's great. And we can say, while this prequel to the Netflix original documentary, Spectral, does take the Lord's name in vain. Should we say Heavenly Father? Um, yeah. Let's just say, well, this prequel to the Netflix original documentary, Spectral, does use Heavenly Father's name in vain. Yeah, okay. Should we address... So we're addressing Michael directly? Yeah, I think so, yeah. We're just... We're acknowledging his criticism, but we're... But it's couched in a five-star review, so obviously it didn't bother us as much as it bothered him. Okay. Here's what I would say to Michael A. You want me to say that? Yeah. Okay, here's what we would say to Michael R. Michael R and his... In his one-star review. Should we say to the Archangel? Yeah. Michael R. and his one-star review. The R, st- it's, the R stands for Archangel. Oh, put that in parentheses? Yeah. Okay, perfect. I, it's more of a spoken joke. I don't know if it'll read, because I'm saying R, Archangels. Get it? I can make it work. Okay. I'll just, I'll spell, I'll write R and then Kangel. R-Kangel. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, here's what I would say. I'm going to put a colon. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Yeah. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Can I say judge not, and you will not be judged by Arbiter Tanner? Yeah. And then condemn not, and you will not be condemned by Arbiter Tanner. Great. Forgive, and you will be forgiven by Arbiter Tanner. And then say this next. You know what book I'm paraphrasing there? Yeah, that's good. Michael, it's called the Book of Luke, and it's part of a bigger book called the Holy Dang Bible. Okay. You want me to say that? Get all of that, please. I just kind of wanted to hoist him on his own petard. I'm just going to end it at it's called the Book of Luke. Okay. Okay. So that's that's him dealt with. What other messes do we have to clean up here? Let's say we also love the ghost movies. We love the ghost movies. Yeah. Let's just get this out here. You're going to, in parentheticals, we're going to just list them all? We also love the ghost movies. Yeah. I think let's say. let's list them out. Yeah. Spectral, 13 ghosts, um, ghosts, etc. No, I think we really do have to list them all out. This one. Do you got ghost in there? Yeah. Ghost of Girlfriends Past. This one, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Um, Casper. Casper. Good one. I think that's uh, it. Ghost Dad. Okay, and Ghost Dad. That's those are all the ghost movies. Okay. Uh, let's just get that this out here. We also love the ghost movies. Got them all. And we love Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. We love a young Mark Ruffalo. Some would even say there's an an echo in uh, in our appearance between the two of us. Yeah. Okay, between the two of us. And while we weren't as lucky as some who were gifted the DVD of this film. Scintillating film. Scintillating film by a true friend. Yeah. We were able to find it online, and it made us believe in Dead Chicks. Yep. And I'll just say it made us believe, because I think Dead Chicks is a little bit loaded. <sighs> um, 
Yeah, I guess it's implied. People just sort of assume we mean dead chicks when yeah. we say it made us believe. Yeah. Anything else? Um, Do be fooled by the title. Watching this movie was just like heaven. That's good. Yeah. P.S. We love this one. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Uh, P.S. We loved this one. I'm just going to sign it Jeff and Elmer. Yeah. Jeff and... I'm going to do an ampersand. It's kind of cool. Jeff and Elmer. P.S. Should we say love Jeff and Elmer? Um, love from Jeff and Elmer? Yeah. I like that. Okay. Uh, can I read it back to you and then we'll go? Yeah, please. Yep. Okay, five stars. It's great. While this prequel to the Netflix original documentary Spectral does use Heavenly Father's name in vain, here's what we would say to the Archangel Michael R. The R stands for Archangel. Yeah. And his one-star review. Judge not, and you will not be judged by Arbiter Tanner. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned by Arbiter Tanner. Forgive, and you will be forgiven by Arbiter Tanner. You know what mm-hmm. book I'm paraphrasing there, Michael? It's called The Book of Luke. Let's just get this out here. We also love the ghost movies. Spectral, 13 Ghosts, Ghosts, This One, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, Casper, and Ghost Dad. And we love a young Mark Ruffalo. Some would even say there's an echo in appearance between the two of us. And while we weren't as lucky as some who were gifted the DVD of the scintillating film by a true friend, we were able to find it online, and it made us believe. Do be fooled by the title. Watching this movie was just like heaven. Love from Jeff and Elmer. P.S. We love this one. Cut and print. Cut and print. I'm gonna. What if we? It. You know, I I now am starting to sort of like understand this like ecosystem of yeah, Rotten Tomato reviews. Yeah. What if we become? What if Jeff E becomes a bit of a a figure there, a you super know? reviewer? What yeah. if he becomes like a bit of a presence? I think he can. Yeah. And like starts to like gain a little notoriety. Yeah. Are you ready for this to consume your life? Being like absolutely absolutely addicted to like the community and drama of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, there's comments. a lot of drama. Well, and I think what Jeff E likes to kind of call He's out a lot of other reviewers. So yeah. it's going to be me- <laughs> it's going to get messy, folks. Yeah. Um that's all, all the time right. we have for today. Tanner, I'd Let's like to Let's go visit with Jeff and Phil. Yeah, my parents are here. That's why I'm kind of rushing us through this and I'm making yeah. us dinner. I'm making us um, pesto beet balls for dinner. Isn't that nice? Isn't that interesting? It is. Sounds really good. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with us. I'd like to thank you, uh, Arbiter Tanner, very much for bearing with me. Um, you use like... that uh, Trader Joe's pesto? No, I make, my pesto? Own. I make my own pesto. Oh. Homemade. The Trader Joe's kale pesto is vegan. You know what else is vegan? My own pe- homemade pesto. Okay. Um, I'd like to thank the Baby Nation and the Bed Pots and the Sex Bugs for bearing with us. We do love and kiss you so very much and all the time and every day. Yeah. Um, folks, Please subscribe to our Patreon. It's the only thing that keeps us alive, and it's good. Yeah, I mean, in in addition to the, like, food and water. Yeah, patreon.com slash podcast. We're talking about the TGIF shows, and it's fun. We're having a good time out there. Yeah. Uh, rate and review our show wherever you rate and review shows. Thank you, everybody who's been doing that. We really appreciate it. Um, it's a very easy way to help us to get noticed. And yeah. another easy way to do that is to recommend the show to a friend. You can and must... Also, sign up to participate in our Facebook group, which is Baby Nation on Facebook. Everyone in there is good and nice. Yeah, we like them. Yeah, we like them. They're lovely. Sometimes they don't leave enough comments on our episodes, though, and it makes us very insecure. (laughs) Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Let's see. All that remains is for me to say that this week we watched a movie. Uh, the movie that we watched was, of course, called Just Like Heaven by Mark Waters. Next week, uh, we're going to be watching a fantastic uh, little film. It's a classic of the genre, one of the great uh, early um, romance movie classics. It's called Kate and Leopold. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think we have to do something not sci-fi f- to to break up the sci-fi a little bit. <laughs> it's been non-stop like high concept like weird sci-fi. Well, I could also recommend Should we just watch a straight romance? Either The Holiday, which is one of the greatest romances of recent years with uh, Jude Law and Emma Thompson. Um such a great movie. She's the man. I haven't seen Notting Hill is a classic, all-time classic. While You Were Sleeping is a classic with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Or we could just watch Kate and Leopold. Kate and Leopold. Yeah. And yeah. Next week we're going to be watching Kate and Leopold. I <laughs> thought you'd like it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so look forward to that. It's a time-traveling duke. And all of you tell us what, f- yeah. from that list that Jack yeah. just went through, tell us what you want next. Yeah. All that remains is for me to say now that this week I have, of course, been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Ghost Tanner. And I hope that you find your spookily ever after. We might be childhood friends and I might drive you around the bend. But I'm sure it's crazy kid to work it out in the end. I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose. But I guess that's how it goes. Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows. Be very.